Welcome to Storytime Podcast by the students and teachers from KAS Phuket. Hi, I'm Leia and I'm reading Puss in Boots. Once was a poor miller who had three sons. When he died, he left them all he had in the world. His mill, his donkey and his orange tabby cat. Before anyone could blink, the eldest son took the mill and the middle brother grabbed the donkey. Tom, the youngest, was left with the cat. He wasn't impressed. You two can work together and earn a living, Tom grunted. What can I do with Puss? Maybe I have to eat him. Later, when they were alone, Puss jumped onto Tom's lap. Things are not as bad as they seem, he said with a purr. Find me a bag and a pair of boots and you will see. Tom was astonished. Puss could talk. And then Tom remembered. He had often seen Puss using incredibly clever tricks to catch rats and mice. So, Tom found Puss a leather bag, a shiny pair of boots. He gave him a cloak and a floppy hat too. The cat filled the bag with carrots and strutted off into the fields. Puss headed for a field where he knew there was lots of rabbits. Opening the bag, he stretched out on the ground and pretended to play dead. Just as he had expected, a foolish young rabbit came bouncing along and sniffed the carrots. As it poked his quivering nose into the bag, Puss pounced. Puss was delighted with the catch. He marched straight to the palace and asked to see the king. In front of the phone, Puss bowed low. Your Royal Highness, I have brought you a gift from my master, the Duke of Carabas. How kind, thank your master very much, replied the king. The next day, Puss went to the fields again. This time, he had hid among some golden corn. He held the bag wide open and two partridges fell straight in. Puss chuckled as he pulled the drawstring tight. Once more, Puss took his catch to the king. Puss became a regular visitor to the palace. Soon, the king began to wonder who the generous duke was. One day, Puss and Tom were walking by the river. Puss knew the king would be driving by with his beautiful daughter, Princess Arabella, and he had a plan. When Puss spotted the royal coach in the distance, he turned to Tom. Quick, take off your clothes and jump in the river, he told him. Tom was puzzled, but he trusted Puss, so he jumped in. A minute later, Tom was even more puzzled. First, Puss hid all the clothes under a large stone. Then he started to scream. Help, help, please rescue my master, the Duke of Carabas. The royal coach came by. The guards recognized Puss. Guards, pull the Duke out of the water at once, he ordered. Dreadful thieves attacked my master and stole his clothes, Puss explained. That's terrible, said the king, but I think I can help. He snapped his fingers and the servant ran up. At this time, Princess Arabella was watching from the coach. When she saw Tom in his fine new clothes, she jumped from her seat. He was so handsome. Tom bent and kissed Princess Arabella on the hand. Oh, she gasped and smiled. The king insisted that Puss and the Duke join them on their drive. You go, master, said Puss, pushing Tom forward. I have some errands to run. As the coach rumbled along, Puss raced ahead. He still had lots to do. Before long, he came to some men mowing a field. Puss clapped his paws. Listen to me, he shouted. When the king drives by, tell him the field belongs to the Duke of Carabas. Or my master will chop you into mince meat. The men didn't dare to refuse. Sure enough, when the king arrived, he asked them who owned the field. The men had been so frightened by Puss's threats, they all spoke together. Tom was astonished to hear them tell the king that this was his land but he decided to play along. Puss ran the head. In the next fields he passed, some men were weeping again. Tell the king this field belongs to the Duke of Carabas, he snarled, or my master will grind you into minced meat. 
horrified, the men agreed. When the royal coach arrived in the next field, the king got out. His field was twice as big as the one before. Who owns this field? he asked the workers. The Duke of Carabas, your highness, they replied. Puss made the same threat to everyone he met. The king was astonished how much land the duke had owned. Finally, Puss reached a magnificent castle. It was owned by a fierce ogre, but that didn't stop Puss. This ogre happened to be one of the richest ogres in the country. All the land they had passed was actually his. The ogre greeted Puss, licking his lips and invited the cat inside. Puss smiled. He was about to try his biggest trick. I heard, he said to the ogre, that you can change yourself into any creature you want. Can you really turn yourself into an elephant or a lion? It was true. In seconds, the ogre turned into a huge lion and Puss was terrified. After growling and roaring for a while, the ogre changed back to himself. That was the most frightening thing I've ever seen, cried Puss. But I've also been told, he went on, you can change into a really small animal such as a rat or a mouse. Of course, said the ogre, rather boastfully. And he did. But as soon as Puss saw the tiny mouse scampering along, he leaped on him and gobbled him up. By this time, the royal coach had reached the ogre's castle. Let's visit, he said to the king, who wanted to see who owned such a grand home. Puss heard the coach clattering over the drawbridge and flung open the castle doors. Your majesty, welcome to the castle of my master, the Duke of Carabas. You mean you own this splendid castle, as well as all that land? The king asked Tom in amazement. Trying to hide his surprise, Tom nodded. Would you mind if I took a look around? asked the king. Not at all, said Tom. In the banqueting hall, a grand feast had been laid out for the ogre. Tables crammed with pies, meat, cheese, and trifles and cakes. The king's mouth started to water. That does look good, he said. Please join us for lunch, said Puss. The king was impressed with the duke's wonderful castle, and the princess Arabella thought he was kind to let him share his feast. As the king ate, he noticed that Duke and his daughter were getting along very well indeed. He realised the Duke would make a perfect prince. By the end of the meal, the king could not keep his thoughts to himself. Duke of Carabas, he declared, will you marry my daughter? A wedding was arranged the very next day. So the miller's youngest son became a prince and lived happily in the castle with his beautiful bride. Thomas' brothers were both made earls. As for Puss, he became a lord and never had to chase mice again, except for fun. Storytime is a podcast by the students and teachers from KIS Phuket and produced by Shark 13 Productions.